Welcome. You are listening to the podcast, A Resonant Life, produced by The Time Is Now Productions. I am Mike Thompson, your host and reflector-in-chief. In this podcast, we will discuss experiences and insights from living a life devoted to uncovering the authentic self and finding fulfilling purpose from the past, the present, and the future. This podcast is a product of my life and experience, and I'll share my opinions. Opinions between people are various, and we don't all need to hold the same ones. But it is fun to hear the opinions of others as it gives us an opportunity to freshen up our own. If you enjoy and gain insight from listening, please subscribe and share. If you have questions, please email them. And as always, nothing you hear here is a proscription or a prescription. It is a discussion of life and life's internal and external experiences. So let's get to it. Welcome. Welcome to Episode 7 of A Resonant Life. As it's the new year, I want to wish everybody a happy new year, and I hope it's been a good start. We're on day two here in Tokyo. I'm sorry, we're on day three here in Tokyo. And so far, things are looking good. So today, today, we're going to discuss, and this seems appropriate as it's the new year, and everybody likes to start fresh and set resolutions. We're going to talk about living a life of yes. And what it means to live a life of yes. So, a life of yes. Here's another story. This is less of a story and more of an image. I'm trying to frame things here so that we can talk about this at different levels. What living a life of yes means and where the opportunities for yes exist and, and how they're often overridden by no in our minds. So, think of it like this. Your ego is a beaver. And the beaver does what beavers do. It tries to stop up the flow of water in a river, in a stream, by creating a dam. The beaver goes out and gathers brush. The beaver trims and cuts with its teeth, cuts down trees, and stops up the river to create a pond, to create a small lake in which it lives comfortably. There's no rushing water. It's a, it's a safe space. And they build a, a wooden house within that calm water to live inside. They create this incident-free zone, so to speak, a safe zone, by stopping up the river, by stopping up the stream, by constricting the flow of water. And so that's our ego. And the flow, the flow of river is life, essentially. It's all the opportunities, all the bounty that's coming coming our way all of all of the universe everything that flows that's coming and and our egos they they create these little dams we, they go to great lengths and great complexity to create this dam and to create this little house, wood house to hide in why does the ego do this in a sense the ego wants to protect itself it wants to protect ourselves emotionally physically spiritually Minimize risk. The ego is there to minimize risk, to minimize hurt, to protect us from risk, danger, want, need, hurt, heartache. 
This mindset is the mindset of no. Our beaver is, is a, an agent of no. The dam is the mechanism by which we say no. It's the gut reaction of nah, no. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to talk to this person. No, I'm going to reject this situation. No, I don't want that. I'm going to turn around and go the other way. No, I'm going to stay safe. I'm not going to take a risk. And even the greatest risk takers on earth, uh, the thrill seekers, even they have a, a deal with a mind of no. This isn't about um, the big things. This is about the, the little daily things, this subtle operation in our subconscious. So the ego, our little beaver, is a no. But our hearts, our Buddha nature, these, these aspects of our mind are yes. But to have an open heart, to have a heart of yes, to let our Buddha nature flow forth, for some reason, our survival instincts kick in and our little beaver says, yeah, no, 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 that's not safe. There's too many unknowns there. There's things we don't understand. We can't go that way. We need to stay safe in our little pond with our little rickety uh, shelter housey thing that a beaver lives in. And that's where we sit. So our lives become ones of comfort and safety, which is not a bad thing. But in that comfort and safety, the mind of no also protects the self. And when we protect the self, we're not available to others or as not as available as we could be. Because that little beaver, that ego is in control. Rather than our hearts. Rather than our Buddha nature, which is the aspect of our existence that shines forth that creates light and happiness and joy all around us with every breath we take. It's the thing that people see in us. If we're a person who is missed, if we become a person whom others miss, then that's a, we're a person who's letting our Buddha nature shine, who are we're living with open hearts. So, it becomes a game where we have to be intentional about things. Now, I'm going to pause here for a minute because a lot of times when people are talking about Buddhism and or um, being thoughtful, being, con being slowed down, so to speak, they use the word mindful, the concept of mindfulness. I'm going to stay away from mindful and mindfulness. Mindful and mindfulness to me is a word that while it represents the mind being conscious and aware and alert, it's not, it doesn't represent action. And as you've realized from the previous episodes, action is the key. Action is the most important part of everything to make positive change in our lives. 
positive change doesn't come by sitting around thinking. Being aware, positive change comes from realizing something and then acting on it. Taking a step forward in that new direction with an awareness. And so I'm going to use, instead of mindful mindfulness, I'm going to use intentional, intentionality. So, intentionality is our friend here. This is how we can change our minds from a position or a state of no to a state of yes. So, often, when people come to us Let's start with family. Family, let's say kids come to us and they want to go do something this way, that way, whatever it is. And as a parent, probably the initial reaction is, mm, no. And maybe in the end you'll say yes and agree, but you've started out with sort of this no. Or maybe your partner, your spouse, someone you share your life with says, Ah, let's let's go out to dinner tonight. Let's do something different. But you had your heart set on maybe watching a movie. And so your initial reaction is, mm, no. And so that no represents you placing what you wanted to do over what your partner wanted to do. Or in the previous example, as a parent. Looking out for your kids and not wanting them to do something where there's risk or not wanting to do something where you had to go and help and support. It's an inconvenience. These are the, the places we sit that we don't want to be inconvenienced. We don't want to be put out. We don't want to do something that disrupts our initial plans. So this is all we, me, 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 I, I, I. This is the little beaver saying, yeah, let's plug up that, plug up the hole in that dam. Let's stop it all. But if you intentionally catch yourself in the no, you can intentionally turn it around and say yes. And in doing so, you've taken your negative mindset, your mindset of no, and you said, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to take control of my mind. I'm going to take control of this negativity part of me, and I'm going to turn it into something positive. And I'm going to remove my ego and what I want and put the other person first. Put what they want first. Be open to what it is they want to do. This creates a whole different paradigm, a whole different environment in which our relationships exist or can exist. This creates a situation or an environment where we're open because we're saying yes. We're open because we're willing to do what others want to do. We're open to new ideas. Workplace is a great example. Oftentimes in our workplace, we're assigned a new task, a new project. We're given a new responsibility and Often we're, mm, no, that's more work. I don't know how to do that. I don't want to fail. Maybe it'll screw up my performance evaluation. Maybe it'll screw up my bonus. Maybe, maybe I don't want to step forward or be 
out front of my colleagues. These are all mindsets of no. But if you change this, if you say, ah, oh, I'm saying no here, and I, you can feel the tension in your chest, the mmm, and in your shoulders. You can feel a bearing down of, mmm, no, I don't want to do that. These are all clues to be aware of. And once you feel it and are looking for it, then you're stepping outside of, of the situation and you're saying, I can change this. I can turn it around. So that's where the intentionality is. Becoming aware of when you're saying no. And then turning it around and saying, hmm, okay, yes. What'll what could possibly go wrong? Well, maybe everything could go wrong, but nothing, nothing is ever advanced. We don't we can't move forward unless we try things, unless we're willing to, to do things, new things, stretch ourselves. Go into the unknown. Get out of the comfort zone. Leave the little pond our little ego beaver has made and flow with the water. This is where opportunities lie. This is where opportunities for change exist. Flowing with the stream. Opening our hearts to what is possible and being willing to accept it and being willing to engage in it being willing to embrace it and go forward. Saying yes. Yeah, I'll try that. Even something as simple as food likes and dislikes. We know, we all have food likes and dislikes. I hated mushrooms. Oh, for years and years and years I hated mushrooms. Just couldn't stand them. But when I moved to Japan, I realized I'm living in a place where mushrooms abound and they're in a lot of the food so i thought well let's just try something different let's just wipe the slate clean let's just say remove all those beliefs i had that i hated mushrooms and just dive in and eat the mushrooms when when they were served and boy oh boy my loathing of mushrooms it turns out was more of just a construct in my mind because I actually loved most mushrooms. But I didn't know that because I was so attached to an experience I had as a child where mushrooms made me sick. This is an example of me being in a situation of no about a particular thing for decades because of an experience. And by becoming conscious of it and being willing to flip it around, to, to say yes instead of no, I discovered a whole new enjoyment to eating. A whole new world opened up with being able to enjoy mushrooms. So now it's entirely possible that I would have hated mushrooms still, but I never would have known that if I hadn't have tried. I needed to say yes, to change the paradigm, to open my mind, to change my mindset, to be able to have that experience. And if I'd hated them after all, then okay, that's fine. But at least I've tried. 
At least I've said yes, where habitually I would say no. So, it's important to try to be intentional and aware about how you're operating in any given situation with any given person. And this takes practice. And there's going to be a lot of missteps along the way. So it's best to start with just a couple of people in your life or a couple of situations. Maybe for balance, choose a colleague and choose a family member. And just in your heart, in your mind, in your thoughts, when you're with them, engaging with them, talking with them, planning with them, whatever it is, just yes, 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 yes. Keep that going in your mind. This is the mind hack part of it. Yes, 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 yes. And accept what's coming and say yes to their thoughts and their ideas. Even if you disagree, even if their ideas aren't the best or the most efficient or the most fun or the most desirable, just say yes. And then go along and keep that mind of yes. Keep that heart of yes. And the little pond that you had been in suddenly is going to become this lovely flowing river. Your life will become something that's more active and engaged and has more opportunities for more happiness, more moments of harmony with others. You become a person others will miss when you're not around because you're the person of yes. Living a life of yes is a positive thing. And the more we can do it in our daily lives with more and more people and in more and more situations, the more colorful our lives will become, the more interesting our days, the less routines will dominate. And instead, surprise and delight become the routine. Certainly surprise and delight are a good thing. It's the reward for having an open heart. It's the reward for letting your Buddha nature shine. And so that's living a life of yes. Now, that little beaver, our ego, that little beaver who's made such a lovely and effective dam and created such a safe little pond in which to live and be comfortable and safe, we don't need to get rid of it. Everything in our lives, everything we become over time is useful. And it's something that we should reflect on and be grateful for. But we don't need to be the slave to the beaver. The beaver doesn't have to be in charge. Sometimes we need to go to a place of comfort and safety and quiet, particularly introverts. But extroverts too. There's times when we need to just be quiet and safe, calm, and predictable. That's fine. But it doesn't have to be the default. It doesn't have to be 
our, our mindsets. It's a place we can go to rather than a place that we are. It's a mind of comfort and safety to rely on rather than our character. Instead, our character is yes, one of surprise and delight and engagement. We become shining lights of happiness in crowds of others. People look and they say, who's that person? Who's that person who's so happy over there? That's what it's like to live a life of, yes, you become that person. It takes work and it takes time and it takes effort and it takes intentionality. But it's something that once you start doing it, taking the actions to do it with those two people, yes, 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 doing that, that's the start. That's the beginning. And from that moment, you will see your life change for the positive. And the days will become brighter and the sky is clearer. And you will step forward a more fulfilled person, feeling that for yourself, but sharing that with others around you as well. So thank you again for listening this week. I hope everybody had a good holiday. As we go forward into 2023, it's important to be optimistic. It's important to be positive. It's been a tough three years, but it seems things are changing for the better. And even if the pandemic doesn't end, and even if the pandemic gets worse again, we still have the opportunity to be that shining light, the person of yes for others, regardless of the circumstances of the world. We become beacons of peace, creators of peace, beacons of happiness. This is a good way to go forward in life. Thank you, and I hope you'll keep listening. Share, share this podcast with your friends and your loved ones. Subscribe, and we'll talk to you again in about a week.